0: Hi there, I'm Jolene McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning.
1: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Sholin. How are you?
0: Good. Thank you. Okay, our first question, Mike, this is from Zach in New York. Stocks appear increasingly volatile heading into November. What is your election season investment strategy?
2: Uh, Don't make political decisions. (laughs) Uh, Don't let political decisions impact your investment uh, outlook. So, I mean, it's, it's a number of things that are taking, uh, or causing this period of volatility. The first and foremost, it's September. So if anybody has been an investor for any prolonged period of time, you should know that the months of September and October generally come with volatility. It's just a normal thing that you should be aware of. Secondly, uh, when you're looking forward at the election, um, one of the biggest, uh, positions that you're looking at out there right now, is a bet that volatility is going to expand. There is an, there is the VIX and volatility futures curve is showing a significant uptick going all the way out to the month of December now. So the market largely expects there to be volatility in coming months. And usually um, when the market largely expects something, it doesn't necessarily happen. Now when we're not saying that that's an absolute certainty and that is what you can expect in this current environment. But fielding questions from a lot of people, doing a lot of strategizing, one of the common things that, you know, we're basically fielding questions on is the market is going to crash no matter what, no matter who wins the election. That's basically everybody's default de facto outcome. And it's really evident in investor sentiment right now. Sentiment surveys show that uh, bullish bias and overall positive sentiment is reaching levels of extreme negativity, given the volatility and the election. Um, So our best advice is don't let political biases influence your investment decisions. Basically, do nothing. If you have a problem with the level of volatility in your portfolios, pull it back a little bit, throw a little bit more in fixed income to mitigate a lot of volatility. But This has been a normal trend ever since March. Uh, Markets have been running with elevated volatility. And if you look at the correlation between 2020 and previous investment cycles, so far, with the exception of a really large dip in the month of March, um, it's been pretty normal in terms of the looking back in different time periods. Actually, the market's highly correlated to two years, 1980 and 2009 based on the path that the market's taken, which are actually the beginnings of really long term bull markets. So don't let investment or political decisions influence your investment biases in any particular certain way. Just basically try to ignore it and stay the course with everything. You might have to make tweaks and small changes, but um don't let the investment or I'm sorry, don't let the election skew your decisions.
0: Thank you, Mike okay phil next question this is from julia in california what do you think about the global jump in corona cases over the past week
1: yeah so really unfortunate right i mean people are saying are we going to see a second wave and whatnot no we're still in the first wave um i think that we all have kind of pandemic fatigue i think you're seeing that globally especially um you know look over the summertime it was great to get out and get some vitamin c and made everyone feel better um despite the fact that we're still in the midst of a pandemic. the um, you know, U.S. has crossed 200,000 deaths now. Uh, Europe, obviously, cases have gone up rapidly. Uh, Asia, the numbers in Asia are really, really dramatic rise upwards. Um, but I guess to, you know, keeping an eye on the death rates and hospitalizations, which we've incrementally, the run rate has been better at those as we learn how to kind of fight this and what's working and what's not. Um, But look, there is a clear economic impact uh, to all of this. I mean, uh, J.P. Morgan last week sent work uh, after Labor Day, rather, sent workers back and had, I think, 16 to 19 cases, uh, you know, at their offices in Midtown alone. Um, Other banks uh, and financial institutions are staying closed till July of of 21. So there is a real economic impact uh, that's going to be felt here. Uh, And and when you look at the um, stay at home names being winners, like the Amazons of the world or even a Walmart of the world uh, where you can order goods and have that shipped to your house, et cetera, then obviously you're looking at the fallout in retail because of a change in, you know, not buying clothing for work and whatnot. And you look at the bankruptcies uh you know the jc pennies of the world really old you know kind of stoic names that have been around for quite some time uh as this goes further on uh with the lack of stimulus etc i i think you're going to see a real fallout uh, specifically in small and mid-cap companies and small businesses uh that are you know make up the main street fabric of this country um and you know we always thought that september and october would be the moments where we realize hey you know uh, can a business still stay in business, especially travel and leisure airlines, um, you know, uh, industry, which which make up for, for quite a you know decent part of, of the economy and, and those businesses related to those industries. Um, right in September and October is going to be the time, I think, where they start to really feel the pain. Um, so I think, unfortunately, we got further to go into this. Um, especially in the winter months when people start going inside a little bit more. You know, probably the spike in Europe was caused by people summer vacationing and and moving, you know, all throughout the countries. I know England has seen a large uh, spike last night, and a lot of the English were in the Greek islands in Italy over the summer because they could travel there and, you know, help spread cases uh, throughout that period. So, um, yeah, it's troublesome. Uh, Is it unexpected? No, I'd say no, just because we feel like we could be, you know, further away from the start of this, you know, we don't know how long this could last, uh, but I still think we have time. I think it's at least a year event, which takes us through to March and uh, we have to be vigilant as ever. Um, Economically, uh, I think that you'll start to hear more pain uh, definitely as time goes on. And one thing we didn't talk about, Mike, was really like a K-shaped type of recovery, right? Where you know, you got the stock market on the top part of the K that kind of went up off those lows 60% now in the past six months, uh, you know, 10% a month on average. That's ridiculous. But then you have, you know, the bottom, uh, which would be the, the true economy. And again, over time, you know, over the past 100 years, very low correlation uh, to the economy at the moment versus stock market returns. But if you see the broader economy and, and Main Street, etc., having that downward slope, uh, how low can that go? Could be troublesome. Uh, definitely for the markets. And as Michael pointed out, you know, September and October are the volatile times of year um, anyway. So, uh, yeah, we'll we we'll are keeping an eye on the situation. It is troublesome. And like our investment strategy and like we've been telling our clients uh, is that uh, we're not through this or nearly through it yet. And uh, we're remaining uh, ever vigilant in our clients' behalf and making sure that your assets are properly allocated uh, for your goals and take into account elections and pandemics uh, and any geopolitical uncertainties uh, that can be thrown at us. So these are long-term plans and, and long-term goals that we're managing towards.
0: Thank you, Phil. Okay. Thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at info at focusedwealthmgmt.net. Stay safe and we'll see you next week.